Welcome to Caramel Chic Radio, the only show about life, love, and happiness, and a little bit of sweetness. I am your host, Joanna Sobianek. On this show, our mission is to inspire you and share our passion, as well as motivation, for being the best version of ourselves. And maybe that's also you. If you like our podcast, please rate us on iTunes for a chance to have your name and your review to be featured on our show. Follow us on Instagram for more exciting updates or go to caramelchic.com to learn more about our brand. Let me tell you about my new guest. When I first met her, I said to myself, this is the kind of woman that I would love to have a cup of coffee with, hang out, laugh, and just talk about anything. I wanted to interview her because her energy and positivity and her contagious smile simply intrigued me. I wanted to find out what propels her every day to have such an amazing attitude toward life, faith, work, and entrepreneurship. I wanted to ask her questions about how she overcame obstacles in her life to get to a point where she is today, so that her story can inspire each and every one of you, as we all sometimes need a little inspiration. When I sat down with her for this intimate interview, I was not disappointed as I learned a lot from her and I walked away from the interview truly uplifted. What inspired me about her is that she's a lifelong learner just like I am. She doesn't take BS, she's driven and she believes in taking action regardless if it's perfect or not. There was one line that stuck out in my head, and it was when I asked her for some advice to anyone out there needing a little push to start their dream projects. And she said, start yesterday. Tune in to this candid chat about personal discovery, life lessons, and a strong personal message about achieving your dreams in spite of sacrifices we women sometimes have to make. This interview had me energized and happy that I was able to meet this remarkable woman who was once called a girl version of Forrest Gump. Want to find out why? Well, stay with me. And now, without further ado, I present to you Emmy Cornwell, an online body confidence coach from Seattle area who helps women shed pounds and encourages them daily with her sister-like loving spirit with everyone she meets. Let's go! Hi 
Hi, Annie. Welcome to Caramel Chic Radio. I am so, so, so happy to have you as our guest. Welcome to our show. I am really honored that you have agreed to join us and share your story. Thank you. I am so honored that, you know, this opportunity has been presented and I'm so thankful and I'm so excited to be able to share my story, like you said, with the women that you serve and you're just amazing and the things that you are doing in this world are going to be life-changing, sister. So <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So tell us uh, a little bit about what you do, where you live, and what is your passion in life? Yeah, thank you. So I am in, let's just say, Seattle, Washington. Um, I'm actually a little bit further north, almost to the Canadian border. You know, the Pacific Northwest is one big rainy state. So I'll just say Seattle for now. Okay. We'll leave it for there. I'm born and raised from Washington State, but spent a lot of time in Southern California. You know, I love both of those states. I wish actually Oregon could kind of like maybe move over a little bit and California and Washington could just (laughs) smash together. But uh, my name is Emmy Cornwell, and I am a body confidence coach, and I'm the creator of Curvy Fit Without the Fat, and that's my signature one-on-one program where I work with women um, one-on-one in an intimate virtual setting. We meet for 12 weeks, and we go over different things like nutrition, what they're doing to move their body, talking about sleep and stress uh, management. Lots of mindset work mm-hmm. is really my jam, what I love to help women is kind of dig deeper into who they truly are and their identity. And I heard quote, because I know you said, what was your passion? I heard a quote the other day is when your skill set matches with your passion, that's when like, that's when you're truly in the sweet spot. And I finally feel like throughout, you know, my schooling and my education and my different career paths that now as an entrepreneur, helping women unlock their true identity, that I am putting my skill set of being able to coach women, be able to encourage them, lift them up, build them up, and then help them get wins in their health and with their body and be confident in who the woman they are now onto the way, you know, maybe they have some health goals in the future. I'm just loving being able to be that person for women out there. So. Wow. That sounds wonderful. And I think that during the times that we live in today, we need women like you more, even more, to inspire and motivate other women out there. So I think it's wonderful um, what you do. And what I wanted to ask you is, what called you to do what you do? I I don't think I woke up when I was five years old and said, wow, I really want to be a body confidence coach. And honestly, (laughs) I I don't really know if there's, if we had a book of careers, if there was a career name called body confidence coach. I think just like you said, with the culture that we're in, Mm -hmm. And such a hot topic of body positivity, body diversity, loving our body no matter the size. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't even know if that was really around when I was a child. But what I can tell you is the experiences that I had when I was young led me to be able to have the confidence I have now. Because I think that confidence, and actually I know, confidence is not something that you're born with. Confidence is something that you learn. It's a skill set. I actually had a hip disorder when I was the age five called legs perthes, where the blood stopped flowing to the head of my femur. And I had to wear braces on my legs, kind of like Forrest Gump. 
but think like higher up on the leg. So my um, leg braces were up on my thighs. I was in kindergarten. Just imagine a little bebopping girl in the 80s with her pink, hot pink spandex with these braces on and a horrible haircut. And, Mm. you know, if you wouldn't know any different, you would think that maybe things were pretty rough for her just because of the outer appearance and the braces. And it wasn't easy, but that experience and through the partnership of my parents and guidance of amazing parents, I was able to wade through the waters of adversity and build my confidence from a very early age. I had kids my age. I had parents stare, ask questions. And so I had to be able to find a way where I could communicate. You know, my parents really encouraged me to be my own person and not just go run behind their leg. And so I was able to really find, start finding myself in an early age and then through different experiences, you know, like I said, your confidence grows and builds, but that was really the first opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so I think adversity and when you are doing something you're scared of, that's really what builds your confidence. And you can take that into how you have a relationship with your body now. Like when I looked at your pictures, I said to myself, this is the kind of girl that like when you look at her profiles, she's fun and somebody that would love to like hang out with and have a cup of coffee with and just be like, cool, you know? (laughs) And I know that from my personal experience in life, I know for sure that facing your fears is the best way to overcome obstacles and learn, 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 you know, learn a lot, you know, overcoming adversity, because I've had a lot of that too in my life. Mm. So it's great that you, that you also believe that. So what I wanted to also ask you is, what is the biggest sacrifice that you made when starting your journey as an online body confidence coach? Because I know you've mentioned that you also do other things in life, and I'm sure that had to do with time management. And there's always a sacrifice when we start um, endeavors in our lives. Is there something like that for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. There, you know, you can't, if you had a cup of water, and you know you can't put more water in until you <laughs> take some of the water out right so there's always going to be something that you are going to sacrifice and I think mm-hmm. sometimes there's a bad connotation with that um, but for me I really look at it as do I want good or do I want great and a lot of us are doing good things but I personally want greatness and I know greatness is available to each and every one of us mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to give up good to get great right and I'm an elementary school librarian by um, by day, I guess you could say. And so, yes, I do work a full-time job. And the quote, I do a quote of the day for our, my students. And the quote of the day the other day was, you have to be willing to do the things today that others won't want to do. So you have the things others won't have in the future. Mm-hmm. And so that, that talks exactly to that point, John, of, of sacrifice. And so for me, there's some time sacrifice. I have to be able to have great time management, which I learned as an athlete growing up. I actually did better when I was in season as opposed to out of season because we had to be at practice at a certain time. We had games, we'd be traveling. So my studies were actually, I got better grades when I was, had more things on my plate. So I would say time with um, some family and friends Something that I've learned early in my entrepreneurship career is what are you watching? You know, Mm -hmm. what are you listening to? So I really don't watch a lot of TV. 
Mm, you're my kind of girl. (laughs) (laughs) I love TV. I love The Bachelor is my, my, I've been watching that ever since the first day that that came on. So I love TV and I love watching, you know, sports games with family, but I'm very intentional about the TV that I watch. Right, right. Or even, you know, when I'm in the car, what am I listening to? So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, a lot of audibles. I call my car like the Rolling University. So I'm not necessarily always jamming out to music. Rolling University. I love that. <laughs> I love yes. That. I just had a, like a visual in my head of you in a little car and there's like a sign in the back, Rolling University and Carnival. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to be thinking about that. going to be awesome. I mean, and I, trust me, like I am fun. I love my music. I love my dancing. And, you know, some days they're, there's that. Some days there's absolute silence. I don't even have the radio on and I'm just sitting mm-hmm. with my thoughts, kind of just composing or processing the day or the moment. And <laughs> Right. Yeah. When you mentioned dancing, I just remembered how I first learned about you because I think we met one of the groups on Facebook, but yeah. I happened, I don't know how, somehow stumble upon a video that you put out there with um i think it was r&b music i don't remember what it was but it was you dancing and shaking your uh fitness shakes yes and, and making like the you know um hearts coming from your chest to your audience and i was like oh my god this girl is so much fun <laughs> yes yeah there's only this one life and you know if you're not having fun granted you're not gonna have fun all the time um right, you know right, kind of right. going back to the sacrifices like if we let our feelings dictate our days, we'll not arrive to our destiny. And right. feelings not, they don't get a choice. Like you, I want you to have feelings. I want you to process, but then like, don't let them, don't sit in it. Mm-hmm. And, and no, you know, punch fear in the face. Fear's not going away. There are things that you're going to have to give up and that's okay because you have greatness inside of you and greatness is going to require you to partner with it to do some work. And so... Time is the biggest thing that I'm sacrificing right now so that I can have more time freedom with my family and my friends and, you know, the people that I will continue to serve my whole life. Right, right. And if you were to go back in time and change things, what would you do differently? Or would you not? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get my master's degree, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my master's degree in sport management. And I love it. I'm, I love education. I think if someone paid me to go to school, I probably would go to school for the rest of my life. I'm a lifelong learner. I come from, um, both my parents were educators and some of their parents. And um, I love learning. But when I signed up to take my master's, it was when the economy went really bad. So it was 2007. And if I would have known, I probably wouldn't have signed up. And not because I didn't it didn't add value or, you know, I, there are things that I learned and relationships that I had then mm-hmm. that I still continue to have in my life, but I probably would have skipped out on that one. Right. Right. <laughs> cool. Very interesting. There's so much possibility, you know, for me, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe that God is the God of suddenlies and then he works through all types of people to do all types of things. And you can serve wherever you're at in that season. And if he, has called you and assigned you to something, he will find you. And I don't think you necessarily need a degree to do that. But again, you're not just going to sit and wait for him to bless you. Like you have to partner with it. 
So right, right. And I love what you have in your in your bio. I, that actually caught my attention. I love that you put that in there. It says, and I'll read it. I guess for our audience, when you are in alignment with God, you're tapped into a supernatural power that is unlike any diet you have ever tried in your whole life. Mm, that's good. That's beautiful. I wrote that. You did. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and it really caught my attention because it's so beautiful, you know? I mean, we forget sometimes that, you know, in this crazy world, who really runs the show? We forget. I, I believe that that's our true power source. And the more that you're tapped into it, all, all other areas of your life, you know, for me specifically as a body confidence coach, you know, I, I insert that into the trainings and the teachings that I do. And, and revealing how that can really have a big impact. But it, that could be for everyone, I think. You know, you could compare it to entrepreneurship. I believe that when you're a healthier individual with your physical health, your business will flourish. You, are, you're, you will be a better, quote-unquote, entrepreneur than if you weren't someone who wasn't as focused on how you're treating your body. That's, that's your vehicle mm-hmm. for the service that you're doing. Like, if you're not taking care of your vessel... No, you're not you can't pour from an empty cup you have to really be able to right. focus yeah focus on your health and um i just launched my podcast recently and yeah i'm excited we'll have to talk about maybe having you on and i would love that but i would love that yeah if you have me yeah. sure <laughs> one of the quotes that was pulled out to me that kind of partners with that was when i started working on my relationship with god that's when my relationship with my body got better Mm. so and that looks different for every person you know it's a relationship so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the relationship I have with you is different than the relationship I have with my friend from fifth grade I personally believe that nothing happens um uh, there's a reason why certain things happen there's no coincidence uh you know that we you know even when we meet, meet somebody briefly I believe that there's there's a reason for it something I've learned is that that person may only be there for a season and you have to be okay with that. So talking about your story, uh, could you share with our audience the most valuable personal discovery regarding your own journey and what have you learned that you could share with us? I think, you know, kind of as we're talking about my relationship with God, I've always been a Christian. You know, that's something that we grew up with, um, but I was also very athletic. So I was in a bunch of different sports. And so in my youth... Um, we didn't really have a lot of time to go to church. So when I, you know, I grew up knowing who God was, but it was kind of like a checklist Christian. You know, it was very legalistic, very like, oh, you go to church here and you say you're a Christian. You know, the more we can share our story, the more people's lives will change. Right, right. Very good. I love that. Caramel Chic Radio is all about life, love, and happiness. Tell our audience what happiness means to you. I think happiness is a choice. I think you get to choose how you think, what you feel, who you put yourself around. You get to design your life. And if if you want to be happy, you have that opportunity to do that. I don't think happiness is based on happenings. I think a lot of women that I help, they come to me and they say, well, once I lose 10 to 20 pounds, I'll be happy. Or once I can fit into this pair of jeans, I'll be happy. Or once I... And married, I'll be happy. Or once I have a million dollars, I'll be happy. Now I'm being a little, you know, out there, but oh, that perfect guy, right? He's gonna yeah. make me happy. 
yeah, it's the case of the one size, the destination disease, that's not going to make you happy. And so for me, I choose to have the joy of the Lord every day that produces an inner light and kind of shines bright that, you know, I like to have fun. You know, you guys have, have heard that. And that's, I think, part of happiness is having fun, enjoying where you're at in the moment, working towards wherever you're going in the future, because I'm very goal oriented as well. Good. I love that. Sounds wonderful. Is there a person, a woman, a man that you look up to today, dead or alive? I have a lot of, I think, mentors and, you know, with mentorship, you don't actually have to know the person. I remember someone telling me this, sharing me this, that it would be weird if you like went up to someone and like, hey, guess what? You're my mentor. And you had never built a relationship with them, but you can still learn from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lot of people, because I do read a lot, that I feel like I look up to in different areas of my life. You know, I have some spiritual mentors. There's a lot of thought leaders that I look up to, but right now, and obviously God, Let's imagine there is a woman right now listening to us and she's thinking of starting something similar or maybe taking a endeavor in her life that she's kind of, you know, afraid to take a step forward. What one piece of advice would you give to that woman in terms of motivation and inspiration so that she can, you know, take a step forward? What would it be? Yeah, is start yesterday. Like start messy. Uh because nothing is perfect. And if you're waiting for everything to be perfect, you're never going to help the people that you're called to serve. Mm, golden words. Yes. You just have to really step out right. in faith. If like, again, if you're called to do this, things are going to fall into place. They may not look perfect. They may be messy and that's okay. And so being okay with it being messy Mm -hmm. and, do, and doing it anyways doing it anyways right there's so many people out there that haven't started what they wanted to start because they were afraid so fear is such a blocker for us isn't it absolutely did I just hear a dog bark <laughs> oh sorry they're my little dogs oh, I don't know if I'm gonna cut that out I mean <laughs> well you don't have to they're, I love dogs they're two little Yorkies one's oh. named Yoda one's named what are their names Yoda and Vader Yoda Yes. And do you want to know a fun trivia fact about Emmy? Yes. I actually never watched all of Star Wars. <laughs> But yet you named the dog Yoda. <laughs> yes. I'll have, to, I'll have to send you a picture or something so you can please, see what you'll Please, please. <laughs> well, this was fun. And I guess this brings us up to kind of the end where I ask all my guests some fun questions. Okay, Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, so I'll start with the first question. What did you want to be when you were a child? I mean, the thing that really stands out to me, and I'm not giving up on this dream, mm -hmm. not at all, is to be on stage. I wanted to be a singer. I might be dating myself, but I wanted to be Paula Abdul. Straight mm -hmm. up, tell me, do you really want to be? <laughs> I love that. You just having fun. <laughs> Love it. I'm a little sick, so you know that wasn't my uh, my best singing voice, but I'm more of the dance move girl. So that's why I think I love Paul Abdul. And then, you know, I just love entertaining people, being fun and singing. Even though I'm I definitely was not blessed with singing capability, um, I was more athletically inclined. But I just wanted to be. That was my main one. It changed every couple years. That one year I wanted to be a 
luxury car designer. Um, one year I wanted to be a you know, lawyer was a big thing because I wanted to be a sport agent. So that's why I did get my master's in sport management because mm -hmm. I wanted to draw contracts. I want to be Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. Me the money. <laughs> now I'm saying that just in a different way. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, let's move on to the second question. What is the first thing you do every morning to start your day on the right foot? Ooh, this is such a good question. I'm so glad that you're asking this because I think something that I have been working on is not either A, not putting my phone in the actual bedroom. So using um, something else as an alarm clock or having my alarm clock on my phone, but having to get up to go then wake up. But also not looking at Instagram, not looking at Facebook, not looking at my emails, not looking at all of that stuff right when I wake up, I actually turn my music on right away. So I turn worship music on right away in the first thing in the morning. And mm. I don't, you know, I keep my phone on do not disturb. That is really sets the tone for me to just figure out how today's going to go. And, you know, I kind of say that I have a, a morning meeting with God and, you know, he's the CEO of my business and my life. And so I got to check in with him. <laughs> yeah, I got to check in with him, have a board meeting every day and say, okay, God, what's going to go on? What do you want to do today? Whatever you have in the morning, whatever you're filling your brain with, that's what's really going to take you forward in the day. And your brain is the most receptive to receive, I guess, in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so if you're filling it with a bunch of other people's drama for your mama, then you're not going to be even be able to show up as best self as you can that day. Right, right. And I think this is a pretty cool question to ask because I, I, I know for myself, I'm always intrigued on how others start their day. I think that's a pretty kind of like, it's a very human question. You're like, what do you do? You're like, well, do you yoga? Do you meditate? Do you like hang off the ceiling? Or what do you do? You know? <laughs> I love it. Well, and I, I guess I, I told a little fib. I, I go to the, I go to the restroom first. Well, I hope you do. <laughs> That's it, would, very it would be interesting if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? What's something you do in the morning? I try also to do the same uh, in terms of the technology because it's so easy to just grab for that phone. And lately I have been leaving the phone in the living room. I don't even sleep with it because it's insane. You know, there's just so much. My phone is like my also my computer. So I try to just separate it. But I have something that's called coffee time and I've had this for years, years, years and my husband knows it, my mother, everybody knows it that when, when I have my coffee time, there's an earthquake outside. It's earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> because in my coffee time, it's my time for me where I drink coffee and I also read motivational things and sometimes what I do is just drink coffee and I just think. And it's the quiet oh, time for me where I center myself because then the day gets busy and then, you know, I'm moving on different um, speed. But the coffee times when I can just be still for a little bit in the morning. I love that. That's, that's so holy good. for me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. So this brings us to the third question, which would be, how do you deal with a hard day if it's at work or at home? or difficult times in general? Yeah, that's a great question. I think there's not just one thing that you do, right? There maybe is a, a recipe for for dealing with hard days or hard moments. One of my pet peeves is when someone's like, oh, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, are you really having a bad day or did you just have a bad moment? 
that you created to be a bad day? Mm. Like, did you did you really take that and run with it? Right. <laughs> um, so I'm human. So as much as I can motivate you and inspire you, that's really my natural person is to be positive and think of the positive. You know, for me, I am going through a hard time right now with my mom. She's going through cancer treatment and this has been going on for about two years now. She just had her second stem cell transplant within 11 months. Mm. And, you know, things are going in the right direction, but that's still really hard. And you probably wouldn't even have known. Even people, you know, I was at church the other day and, and the pastor's wife was like, wow, I didn't even know that, that that was something that was real in your life. You're always so joyful and happy um, and real, right? I'm not just this like person who's like, yay, this is awesome. Everything is awesome. You know, like, no, there are some hard times in life. Mm-hmm. You have to have those people around you, kind of your core group that you can lean on because we can't do this life alone. We're not meant, we're actually not meant to do this life alone. We're supposed to be in community. I have really great um, relationships with other family members and my boyfriend, being able to kind of process and vent and talk and just share where no one's judging you for feeling what you're feeling is, is really key. And I love to work out too. If I'm super stressed or something like being able to put Mm -hmm. that energy into physical activity is super helpful. So do you, do you also use any type of quotations or sayings that motivate you to, to, to do certain things that you do in life? Or let's say, let's say you have in a bad day, do you like pull out a sheet of like quotes and say to yourself a couple of things to kind of like push yourself forward? Yes, I absolutely love quotes. My whole life, I've always been a quote girl. I do quotes for my students at school. I have quote books everywhere. I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of script tattoos on my body as kind of reminders of different things. And so scripture is really, really big in my life. Um, I have a tattoo on my body. It says Proverbs uh, 1921. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose shall prevail. And so I used to be very to-do list oriented, very like, wanting to control my life but ultimately his plan is so much better for my life so that's one that I love it's hard to choose one I think the the one when you said that though that popped out was if I don't do it who will Mm. if I don't step up to the plate who's going to swing the bat will something in her story be unlocked and the cool thing about quotes is you actually can make your own and even some of my students have been writing some thoughts out and so journal if you are not journaling get a journal start writing in those quiet times that we talked about um you can actually create your own quotes for life because you are the designer of your destiny right and who said that we can't right create our own quotes we don't just have to read the big names on the internet we can create our own that's that's lovely yes yes the last question of the fun questions um, is because Caramel Chic Radio is all about life, love, happiness, and a little bit of sweetness. What is your favorite sweet? <laughs> so I normally don't necessarily crave sweets. Mm-hmm. I actually worked at a cupcake shop for a little bit doing, you know, that was one of my many careers before I finally found this, which a lot of millennials do, right? They're, it's not uncommon to have a lot of profession, you know, a lot of professions, but Mm-hmm. I didn't eat a lot of the cupcakes, but I love cupcakes. I think if you can make a really good red velvet, I love red velvet. Mm. Uh, 
That's wonderful. For me, it's ice cream. I'm an ice, oh, ice, ice cream-aholic. Cream. <laughs> what kind of ice cream are you into right now? I've always loved vanilla. Oh, really? Like yeah. just vanilla vanilla or just, like just, bee? just like vanilla bean, any kind of vanilla, you give it to me, I'll, I'll take it. Vanilla. I, I, we don't have ice cream in our fridge because if we do, that's it. It's, it's going good. down. It's gone. It's not, it, there's no way like one scoop, two scoops is just going to be have to be destroyed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was always like this, even when I was a kid, when I was very, very little, I loved ice cream and actually to you know piggyback on that question what did you want to be when you were a child when i was like i don't know four years old i wanted to sell ice cream no way did you ever yeah. have did you ever own like do a lemonade stand or ice cream stand no but when i was in high school guess and totally by coincidence guess what my first like a part-time high school job was baskin and robbins it wasn't baskin and robbins but it was selling ice cream oh, no way <laughs> yeah that's my, awesome my childhood dream came true you know selling ice cream it was only briefly but you know i did it and i had i, I was able to eat all the ice cream i i wanted but i was so skinny that i could afford it at that time <laughs> yeah we're younger then right yeah 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 oh man okay. i love that i hope you have a picture of that i don't <laughs> i wish oh, i did man. i wish i did but i don't okay. So, thank you so much, Amy, for um, sharing everything with us, all your wisdom. And it was wonderful, really, really wonderful to listen to you and to get to know you. And what you do is is really awesome. I wanted to ask you if you could maybe give a shout out to our audience and your audience, because all of our women are going to be listening to this about, you know, where they can find you, your website, the name of your podcast, um, where they can follow you. Give us all the good stuff. Yes. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you. You know, this takes two to tango, sister. And so it's been amazing. I feel like we have known each other for a while. I feel like you're just sitting here and we're, we're having coffee time, but together being the person that you are and for the work that you're doing and the women you're serving, it takes more than one person to make an impact. And so right. you're doing awesome. So if you want to follow me and what I'm up to, Instagram is really where I love to be. And it's quite frankly, I feel like I'm very entertaining. So if you want to check me out, then mm-hmm. go over to Hey Hey Emmy. So that's H-E-Y, H-E-Y-E-M-M-Y, just like the award. And you will find me there. Uh, my website is perfectlynotplussize.com. And my podcast is called Perfectly Not Plus Size. You can find it on iTunes. I'm on Spotify, Stitcher. It's been amazing. We've had great responses. Women are just encouraged, inspired. They are are just kind of what you're hearing here is, is more of what's going to be on that podcast. And just another way I get to serve women. So let me know that you heard us here. Take a screenshot of this. Tag both of us. We would love to say hello. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again, Amy. I really, really appreciate it. And maybe at some point we get to sync up on other channels or on Facebook. I know you also do Facebook Live. So guys, tune in to, to Amy. She's raw and she's fun and she's uh, entertaining and she dances too. <laughs> yes, you gotta have a good dance, a little dance every day, sister. Right, right. Well, thank you so much. I will hear you and talk to you soon. And yes, we'll thanks again. Soon. Okay. All right. Bye bye, sister. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to our show. I hope this episode inspired you in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or check out our previous episodes.